Welcome to the 202020 Mastery Mission, The Stories. In this part two recording, we welcome back our guests to share war stories and bake in the concepts covered in their mastery session. Concepts are great, but everyone loves a story, exclusive to hunters and unicorns. The 202020 Mastery Mission is sponsored by SOAP, the global recruitment partner for the Playbook community. Welcome back to the 202020 Mastery Mission. We are absolutely delighted to welcome Kirk back to share an amazing story which builds on the the concepts that he shared as part of his first recording with us. Within that session, we were talking about PG. And as part of this second session, Kirk's going to share two stories, one where it went particularly well and also give us an example of where he's had an epic fail. So, Kirk, if you just want to start off by introducing your story, over to you. Sure, sure. Yeah, so I guess maybe we'll start We'll start with the good, we'll end with the bad. Uh, <laughs> and the bad, I'll use a personal story so it doesn't, you know, offend anybody, any of my, any of my reps. But um, yeah, I think, you know, with the good, you know, there, there's the example of this uh, biblical society I'm not sure where that fits in like the industries, but that's a biblical society. And the rep actually did really strong research on it. Like they found out that this biblical society, which is actually, it's a company, has been around for over 200 years. Like that in itself is just like, that's just so rare. That's, I mean, that's like a really great way to get you excited about talking to the person you call. Like the first thing that would be out of my lips, like I, first off, I can't believe Mr. Prospect or Mrs. Prospect that you guys have been around for over 200 years. Like that's incredible. The other thing he he found out about the the account was basically that they were active in 55 countries. He found out that they were using a competitor of ours. And then he focused on the, the prospect himself. And the prospect, he knew the title, he was a controller. He knew that he had just recently moved to Colorado. Uh, he knew that he had been at the company for two years. And on his LinkedIn, it actually said that he oversees expense and reconciliation. And so that's just like, a, it's a ton of good information. Not all of it is maybe going to be used in your conversation, but it was enough for him to have a conversation that's going to last over three minutes. And we, we always think of like over three minutes is more meaningful. Less than three minutes is usually like a, a quick, short call. And often, you know, oftentimes you're not getting a ton of information. But so, you know, that's a great way to like get a, he was able to actually just get a, a ton of information and actually s- schedule the meeting. I think, you know, that's one of those, scenarios where people just really appreciate the research you've done on them and their company. Um, and they're more than likely to take a call. Was there anything specifically that landed, you know, from all of that information, there's a lot of information to grasp there. You, you mentioned it transpired into, into a meeting, but tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. The, I mean, the thing that really stood out to the guy is like, we knew exactly what he did and we knew what he was using. You know, we knew that this like, you know, expense was over, it was in his purview and we knew what solution he was using. So we could easily talk about how we differentiate and get him intrigued on talking to us more, you know, for, to do a demo. Um, I mean, that's, that's really what stuck with it. But also like when you're, you know, I, we talked about being human, 
Like, that's why it's good to know, like, all right, this guy recently moved to Colorado. You could talk about the weather. You could talk about the location he's in, the mountains he skied at, the sports teams he likes out there. Like, there's so much you can go into by knowing a little bit about the person as well, in case you want to have a little small chat up front. Um, in this case, it, like, we did the research, but the research that got us there was actually the current solution and knowing what he did as his role from his LinkedIn. Yeah, so I suppose, you know, what, what's really interesting there is that you've obviously used a little bit of information to, to, to demonstrate that the call isn't perhaps speculative. Do you think that one of the biggest reasons for rejection, or what do you think the biggest reasons for rejection tend to be? And how do you think these techniques help to remediate that? Yeah, I mean, well, like we talked about it a little bit. I think, you know, it's the assumption based versus like fact based. You know, if you're going into the conversation with a bunch of facts about the company, about the person, then you're going to have a better conversation because it all rings true to them. You know, if you can name drop real people and real conversations you've had or you really understand, you know, you currently know what they're using, what their pain points are. If you if you have that information, that's real and it'll resonate right away. And the person is going to you know communicate and engage with you um, when you're just and this is where like it's that volume versus, you know, customization play. When you're just hitting the volume and you're like calling people just to call people and all you really know is like, you know, what the person's title is and their first name is like you're, you have to speculate. You have to make assumptions. And that doesn't always that doesn't usually lead to like a great success rate. It'll lead to a lot of conversations and, you know, you can maybe pull information from them to talk to somebody else. But the actual, you know, the chances of you getting uh, in touch with or like getting a, set, a next meeting is, is pretty low. I don't know. One way you can like think about it is when you're thinking about going after a company, think about it as if you only have one account in your name. How are you going to break into this one account? You've got one account. That's it. In your entire patch, you've been assigned one account at Trip Actions. And how are you going to get in there? You're going to do a lot of research, right? you're going to find out really unique ways to break into the account. So you want to kind of put yourself in that mindset to, to break in. Well, I suppose if you make enough phone calls, you're eventually going to stumble over people that need your services. Right. But obviously right. if you can personalize it, it might just give you the opportunity to create that benefit of a doubt, which is often all that's needed to then justify that meeting, which is when the further opportunities to, to develop. Right. Exist. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, one of the things we talk about at Trip Actions is like provoking a conversation. That means you need to like say something provocative. You need to like have some research. You need to provide a reason as to why they should consider your solution. When you're going for like that volume plan, you're just, you know, dialing and dialing and dialing and dialing. Um, you're definitely leaving it to chance. You're hoping that someone is in market. And if they're in market, like they're, you know, they're actively looking. And a lot, in some ways, like you're kind of too late because they're probably looking at some others as well. And then you've got a competitive issue and like the likely, I mean, you'll, you, you might still win it, but you've introduced a bunch of competitors. So like, you know, ideally you, you provoke a conversation, you get people to see why this could be valuable for them right now. And you start to understand their business themselves and, you know, what they're focused on and see if they're open to exploring your solution. And then, uh, then you'll, you know, have a good demo. Yeah. I don't know if we discussed this, Kurt, but when you enter into the call, is that 
What is it you're looking for? What's your mission? I know the mission, obviously, at the end, which is an obvious one, is to set an appointment. But is this kind of like milestones that you're looking to achieve as you go through this call? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you talk to any of, like, my reps, like, what they will say they care about is they want to know their current solution. They want to, like, understand, you know, the company's initiatives, if they can. You know, like, what are some of the, like, the, the bigger initiatives you're working on? And then they'll just want to understand, like, who else they can get on that next step call. Because although, like, you're calling one person, the goal isn't necessarily to get just that one person. Like, there is so much value in multi-threading and getting, you know, several people to that next call. Although we're, the name of the game is to try to, like, you know, get as many opportunities in your name, like, do this PG, you also want to build champions. And the person you call initially might not be your champion. But if you can get, like, two, three, four people on that first demo because you've intrigued one person, one of those four people can be in, can turn into a champion and then like help you win the deal. So, so obviously we, we were speaking about the very specific example of this, uh, you know, biblical company. Did you win the deal? What, what happened, you know, on, on the back of, on the, on the back of that approach? Uh, no, we, we didn't win the deal yet. This actually is just a This is just an opportunity we just sourced this week. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, we're, you know, we've got every AE and SDR here hunting. And so we're getting these, like, all these wins every single day. And it's, you know, you start to build that kind of culture within the company and everyone's on board. They start to see the successes. They start to see the massive wins from, like, all sides of the company. There's a guy that came in and within six months, he, he self-sourced and closed a, a massive online TV company. There's, there's a, you know, I think the reps see the magic in it once they start to close, win their own self-source deals. And there's a lot of all, there's also just like a lot of pride in that. You know, those are the ones that they get the most fired up for. Those are the ones that like they pay the most attention to because they sourced it. There's something special about that. Absolutely incredible. So look, obviously you've told us about the success story. There's obviously a blooper in here um, that you mentioned at the beginning. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, please, Kirk? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this is so long ago that I, I don't remember like all the details, but I remember like how I felt. I felt like I was going to get fired. That's exactly how I felt. So like, I'll tell you what happened. I was at a, I was at my, it was my second company. I was an early employee. I had reached out to a prospect and I used a really corny email that I think a lot of people have probably seen. It's basically like, it's your last email in the sequence. And the last email says, hey, you know, we haven't been able to get in touch. And I'm guessing it's for one of three reasons. And I don't even remember the reasons, but it's, it's, it's meant to be funny. It's like, number one, you know, you're too busy uh, right now and you want to talk in the future. Number two, this isn't the right fit for you. You're the wrong person. And number three, it's like, you're stuck under a rock and you want us to like, you know, you, and if, the, if it's number three, I'm happy to call for help. It's supposed to like, you know, get a little laugh or whatever. It actually, in my situation, it didn't get a laugh. Um, I got a reply back from this guy who said, he said, first off, I want to let you know that I know who your CRO is. So he started with that. So I'm like, okay. And he said, and then he, he explained to me, he said, I want to tell you why your prospecting is not very good. And he listed out, one, two, and three, the same way I listed out one, two, and three. And it's, and I was, you know, I was new. I think I was three months in the role at the company. And, and I immediately like thought I had offended this guy so 
badly that he was going to talk to my boss and like maybe get me, I don't know. So I, I went straight to my boss and he was like, and it was such a good, actually, it was such a good learning lesson. Like he, you know, it was basically like, Kirk, you're just like, you're hustling, you know, like this is going to happen over and over again. And it's so true now that I'm like, I'm in a VP position. Like I, I think it's, you know, it's okay to get the rejection. It's showing that you're hustling. I think the learning for me is like, you know, you need to brush it off uh, and not let it ruin your day. And it's just part of the job and those things will happen. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, just as much as you learn from the wins, you can learn from the losses. I never used that email ever again. That was, that was also my learning. Um, but I have seen it out there and I know people maybe listening to have used it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it hits, maybe it doesn't. I, I, it didn't for me. Yeah. But. yeah. Did, so do you think the more you deal with the re- rejection, the easier it is and the quicker you can pick yourself up? Oh, yeah, entirely, entirely. Yeah, yeah, they're like, that's why like you have, it has to be a little fun. We have to have some fun out there and like, that's why it's good to celebrate those moments actually and like get a good chuckle about it from, you know, the rest of the group because we're ultimately like, everyone's doing their job. Like everyone is, tr- they're, they're hustling, you know, they're doing their research. They're trying to talk to people, have genuine conversations, set up meetings where we can introduce our solution and potentially help their business and that person. Like we're all trying, we're, you know, it all comes from a good place. Occasionally you catch somebody that's having a bad day or, you know, you, you weren't perfect with your words or your email and, you know, it backfires and like, that's okay. That's just part of it. But it's really about just like getting back up and, and going after it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing those two stories. I'm sure that will definitely resonate um, with all of our listeners. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for sharing. And thank you again for, for coming on the show. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kirk. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. So to all our listeners, again, please do like, share um, and comment. Um, We'd love to have your feedback. Love to hear about some of your war stories on PGs, where it's gone well, where it hasn't. I'm sure, again, amongst the the community, these will start to help and resonate with people and help inspire people to to get in amongst that PG juice and, uh, you know, develop that PG Tuesday and and hopefully support in in helping you all achieve, you know, those bigger goals. So, yeah, no, please do like, share, comment. Uh, We really appreciate your feedback. Have you enjoyed the session today? Please help others discover our series by sharing and liking our content. Are you on the mission? Click subscribe so you don't miss out. The 202020 Mastery Mission, The Stories, are brought to you by SOAP, the global recruitment partner for the Playbook community. Check out somuchsoap.com for more information.